Alright. Let's uh let's kick it off, mate. You do it. I'm not start I don't want to start the episodes anymore. I'm sick of it. You go for it. <clears throat> Alright. Um just have a quick sip of water. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the In and Under podcast. I am joined by Mr. Caruso, five foot six himself. How are you, mate? It, it sounded like you're reading off a script. Yeah, I was trying to make and it sound just bad. The most plain thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, good thanks and you <laughs> NBA No, no, I've got some before we get into that, I wanted to ask you, right? Um how good are the inventions? I was in the shopping centre. Are you familiar with shopping centres, Colin? <laughs> yeah, I was I was at one today actually. Uh outside of uh IGA it was where I was, don't know if you have that in South Australia, but you know that the like coin donations, yeah. Oh yeah, but th- the ones the way you drop the coin and it spins around. Yeah, I fucking love those things. What a good invention! How much extra money have they got from just that one thing? Like, who wants to donate to just without one of those spinny things? Yeah, who wants to donate just to a money box? So eh? exactly, like, but you chuck a little spinny thing, you get to watch the coin go down, mate. I'm there. 10 bucks a day. Yeah, no, they are sick. There's like... Fighting uh, kids off to get a go on it. <laughs> I used to love them as a kid. Um, uh, have do you have you ever seen the ones where it's like... It's not... It's like a little maze thing. Like if you put them in, like it has this little like thing that it goes down and around like... No, I little... too complicated for me, mate. I nah. just like the swirly ones. They're the ones. But yeah, to answer your question, I don't know if they raise any more money from it, but... Surely, because the amount of people like that do them just for that, I don't even know if it's going to a charity or not. Well, that's... If it's got one of them on it, I'll do it. That's a good idea for listeners at home to be fiscals, like create a little money box for yourself like that. And then good all, idea, yeah, yeah. all the coins you save up, just S- put them in there. Stick one outside the front door. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Good stuff, mate. Into NBA. <laughs> NBA. <laughs> All right. Um, hopefully, this is more exciting than that intro. Go, go, <laughs> mate. No guaranteeing that. <laughs> What a start. Come on, get us into it, mate. Well, bit of pep, bit of pep in your step. Well, uh, we spoke about the All-Stars last week and we can continue our conversation around that because the rest of the All-Stars have been announced. Um, did you see that? They have, yeah, yeah, the, the reserves, right? So, yeah, you've got the West and the East reserves now and I will uh, read them out if you're ready. Oh, always, mate. Um, so Western Conference reserves, you've got Devin Booker, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, a couple of Anthony's, Paul George, two first names, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, three names there. Another Anthony. 
<laughs> Mate, can you pronounce your H's for us, please? Anthony. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Anthony. What is going on? There's no Anthony's in who's, the uh, East. Who's Tony? <laughs> Sony, uh, the Tiger, uh, Eastern Conference, you got Bam Adebayo, Paolo Banchero, uh, Jalen Brown, Jalen Bronson, couple of Jalens, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. Um, well well pronounced in the Eastern Conference, good thanks. stuff, it's, it's easy when there's no entity. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, my question to you is, is, are they all valid? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think there's any any shocks there. Um, well, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, um, it's good to see Paolo in there for his, what, his second season and he's, he's already in an all-star team. It's pretty, yeah, pretty good. The only sophomore to make an appearance, I believe, off that list. Mm, so, yeah, fair play to him. I think he has had a, a really, really good season, so I think he deserves it. Yeah, he has. Um, I I wanted to discuss. Uh, it's always obviously tight for places, and everyone wants to be in the All Star lineup. Mm-hmm. There was a few that I was a bit iffy on, so I wanted to see your thoughts on those. The first of which is well, Carl, I'm, I'm already Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> yeah, I'm already iffy on all the Antonys, mate. I don't know <laughs> who they are, <laughs> but Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. I believe. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's been good enough. For, for making an all-star team. I know Timberwolves are going well, but mm. yeah, thoughts on his appearance in that team? Oh, I think he's been definitely one of the better centers in the league this year. Um, I definitely think it, it helps um, how well the Timberwolves are, are trekking. Um, yeah, I, I forgot that you did not mention DeMantis. So yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah, you've got no De'Aaron Fox and no Demantis Sabonis. Seeing seeing him there instead of Demantis is yeah, that's I'm not for that at all. That's, yeah, well that's, that's what I was up. that's what I was getting at. Mate. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah. well well picked up on, mate. I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Good stuff, mate. And that's that's the opinion that I wanted from you. <laughs> um, and in the East, I like him, but Bam Adebayo good enough for an All Star team. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, probably not. Probably not, is he? Uh, no frills to his game. No, the, uh, I don't know. That is a tough one because he has had some really good games, but um, on a consistent level, probably not. Don't like surely Porzingis is a shout to get in over. Well, him. that's it. Yeah, I, I think the Eastern Conference does have less decent centers, um, other than the ones that are starting. But yeah, I don't know if Bam deserves to be in that starting lineup. But it is hard when you actually think of the players in each sort of conference. I don't know who you like who would replace him. Yeah. Um I, especially I, at centre. I do think Porzingis should be in there instead of him, to be fair. Yeah, Porzingis definitely. But like you think obviously different conferences, but Sabonis hasn't made it and Bam has. It does seem ridiculous. Yeah, I'm actually really flat about that. Demantis has I think got the most like a record for the most uh, consecutive double doubles now as well. He's absolutely dominating. Yeah, no, he is. I, been... I actually don't know what else he needs to do to get in the 
in the squad. And last week we spoke about it. I thought he was a bit stiff not to be a starter. So yeah, I genuinely yeah. don't know what that bloke has to do. And they're not going badly, the King. So it is it's stiff. Um, but yeah, I don't want to linger too much on that. The other person I was going to mention is Jalen Brown. I like him. I think he's a very good player, but I don't think he's reached a level that we've become familiar with um, this year. Yeah. So he's obviously set a high standard. He's, I think he's the highest paid player in the league. Is he? I just think there's levels to this game, and I don't think he's quite reaching those at the moment. Oh, I don't know. I think he's. I think you got to look at the team he's in, though. Like it's going to be very hard to like star in that team every game. I think he he's he's definitely a contributor and you know puts up big points most games. I don't know. I I I I've always been a fan of Jalen Brown. I I yeah. I understand what you're saying in comparatively maybe to like last couple of seasons, but again, yeah. I think they're a better squad, so I think it's going to be harder for him to yeah. to shine as much. I mean, I am judging him mainly against himself. So yeah. That is, um, but I just think there's other players. Like I feel like Jalen's been the most inconsistent I've seen him this year. Uh, yeah. Like people like Siakam are probably far more consistent. Um, he's again, not involved in the All Star team. Yeah. Again, I think you are comparing him with himself. Like I think yeah. even inconsistent Jalen is still a superstar. You know, if he's putting yeah. up 15, you say that's a pretty bad game for Jalen. But like. That's still a decent output in most teams. Yeah, no, it is. Um, he's probably the more controversial pick I had from that bunch. But I'm I, fucking just flat. I'm absolutely flat about Sabonis. Yeah, yeah so I didn't mean to bring it up. No, I, I, I just thought that was a given. That's actually shocked me that he's not in it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. wow. Um, yeah, sorry, Jalen Brown. No, good call. Um, but yeah, that's that's the reserves and the the from both conferences so um yeah. yeah fair 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 i yeah no i agree with most of the other ones though yeah i think there's a case for all of the others um question so, mark maybe over curry yeah curry but he's not gonna be not involved is yeah he? yeah absolutely but yeah dominant in in golden state but i guess for okay. me just hasn't it's kind of like the LeBron. He's always going to be a star, isn't yeah, he? Like, yeah. he's been really solid this year. But yeah, there's probably other players that you could say has he been as good as them? Yeah, true. I'm, um, I'm look. I love Curry, so I'm happy he's in there. But yeah, just yeah. thought I'd put a little question mark there. Yeah, I agree. I think Fox could easily replace Curry in that team. Yeah, I think I think Fox deserves to be a reserve player for sure. Even yeah. though he's last month or so, he's been a bit average. I think he definitely deserves to be in there. Yeah. Kings have been absolutely shafted. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Probably not getting much love from the fan base. So maybe that's the reason why. But yeah, that's the, the All-Star Reserves announced. Well, um, um, and another topic on the All-Star. Sorry, did you want to say something, mate? Well, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of Curry... Um, Let's lead into the, which I'm sure you were about to do that. So go for it, mate. <laughs> yes. How good is Tika Masala? <laughs> Always with a garlic naan. Oh, um, no, uh, Curry v Sabrina. And I'll let you pronounce her second name. Do you know it? Uh, no. 
It's not on the agenda. Uh, I think it's Ionesca or Ionescu. Ayahuasca. (laughs) It's Anthony. (laughs) But she is the the best three-point shooter uh, in the women's NBA. Mm -hmm. Is it the NBA W? WNBA? WNBA, yeah. Um, She broke the record. I think she only missed two or three shots in the the all-star competition in the women's NBA. Fuck. Uh, so she's got the record now for most shots hit in the three-point contest, and this has produced a challenge from Steph to see who is the better three-point shooter. Ooh. So between three-point contest and before the dunk contest, there's going to be a separate three-point contest. Um, how many times can you say three-point contest in 30 seconds? Um, and it will involve Sabrina and Steph, and they're going to go head-to-head to see who gets the better score. That's pretty cool. Are they still doing? Are they still doing the traditional three-point contest? They are. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. will that will still be going ahead. I don't think either of them will be participating in that because they have to save their legs for their own contest. I suppose this might sound really ignorant, but is the WNBA three-point line the same distance as the males? It's a touch closer, I believe, and I think is that going to throw her out of whack if they she has use to... different balls and it's a touch closer. So how are they gonna how are they gonna do that? contest because surely if one of them has to change distances or change balls it'll affect one or the other well no yeah they're not obviously they don't, they're not shooting at the same time so they'll set up a rack of her balls and a oh, rack okay. of like, Steph's balls yeah yeah no I thought like they'd do an equal distance and an equal like uh, size of ball uh, yeah I, I actually think she's come out in the last few days and said she will be using the NBA balls like she doesn't want her to be oh really any other thing I don't know about the distance though I feel like it would be unfair for her like if she practices consistently at the women's three point line that's what I mean touch yeah closer, you have to shoot from there which I, you could just draw I'm another sh- line um, I'm just not sure it would be fair in, in regards to like her just you know usually practicing from from the other distance with the the size smaller so yeah, yeah. i don't know I, I don't think the balls are actually any different size i think they're just a different like brand Nah, i think i think wmba size is different uh, well, oh i could be wrong but i thought they were a bit smaller yeah maybe i i don't really know i thought they shot with the same size and weight of balls Anyway, clearly we don't really know the uh, regulations around this contest, but it sounds fun anyway. It will be fun, yeah. Who are you rooting for? Sabrina or Steph? Oh, I'd love to see someone knock Steph off their perch, so... Yeah, cool. Let's both go for Sabrina. We'll get t-shirts made. We'll drink some ayahuasca tea and get right into it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was the all-star stuff concluded for this week. Um... What other stuff have we got? We got the trade deadline on the 8th of the 2nd. So by next week, the trade deadline will be reached and Kaput. all trades will be made. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen one this week. Stephen Adams has gone from the Grizzlies to the Rockets. And Oladipo, how he's still in the league, I don't know. That's his <laughs> second name. Um, and three <laughs> second rounders have gone the way of the Grizzlies. Uh, what do you think of that trade, first of all? It's a weird one. It's like two inactive players going separate ways. Um, Doesn't have much bearing on this season. Nah, not at all. I think it's a massive loss for Grizzlies. Um, 
you know, I fit Stephen Adams is a really solid player. Yeah. And I, I feel really bad for him because I think he really loved Memphis. Like, I saw um, what he wrote, like, as, like, a farewell, and it just seemed like he really loved the club. Um, yeah, yeah, I think... It, um Always tough. It's way more business-like in the NBA, so players don't get much of a say in where they go and when mm. they go, etc. Um, I thought he was a good fit at Grizzlies, but obviously they've got different plans. Um, mm-hmm. He's not getting any younger, so they seem to have loaded up on draft picks. I think two of them are for like this coming year's draft. Yeah, I so think I think that really helps the Grizzlies. Might have their eye on someone. I think they've just called this season a bust, obviously with. Bay missing a lot of time, Smart missing a lot of time, and Morant we know has dealt with injuries. So and his suspension, I think they're yeah. just loading up on picks. It's just weird, Oladipo. Like, like you said, not sure how that bloke's in the league. At his best, he was really, really good. But I, I swear he's played under twenty games in the last three years. Yeah, I feel like he had a stretch in last season at the end when he was at Miami. Um, yeah. And I thought they might keep hold of him, but he's bounced around to more clubs. And I don't know, surely it's a matter of time before he is done. Like, I feel like it's just fulfilling his contract now. Yeah. Um, but maybe he'll bounce back. I'd like to see him bounce back. He seems like he's got a, a decent season on his day, but we haven't seen that for a while. I don't think I've seen that while I've been watching the NBA, to be honest. Yeah. Can we just touch on the Grizzlies while we're on this trade? I just think it's pretty remarkable how they're traveling with all the injuries they've had. Yeah, I agree. Mate, I saw they had a their list today of inactive players was over like 13, I think. Wow. That yeah. 13 or 14 unavailable players. Yeah, it's hectic, isn't it? And, and they're still being really competitive. Like they're they're winning a few games and they're like staying close to really good teams as well. I just don't. It's, it's unbelievable. Like all these these random players are coming in that I've never heard of before and putting up great numbers. Yeah, they haven't won many games in the last sort of five games or so, but they're very close, and I yeah. think that is testament to them. It's not easy to to not get blown out when you're playing with mainly G League players. Yeah. Um. But what a good platform it is for them to show what they're capable of. No, absolutely. It seems like it's a very well-run organization. So, yeah, credit credit to the Grizzlies. I've been super impressed with that. Yeah. On that note, though, how many times do you think you get to see two teams play each other and they're both at full strength? Like, oh, I don't know it's... if it's the grueling nature of the NBA or the rest. Obviously, the schedule's hectic. But, like, we use Rotowire. We go on and we see who the lineup is each each game. I don't mm. think it must be one out of 20 is two teams that have a full list of players yeah. available. Yeah, I think it's just a rigorous game, really. Like, you're playing that many games a week. I think a lot of it, especially during the season, is like, how do we rotate our players well? Like, what games can we give them a rest? Things like mm. that. I think to answer your question, the likelihood of seeing them at full strength in season probably very unlikely but yeah. during playoffs is when i think you see teams at their full strength yeah i think fair. that's when they go yeah we we're putting but, our best but even then on. they're probably playing through injury aren't they a lot of players at the oh. end of a long grueling season are probably carrying some knock so that they might be at full strength or close yeah. to it 
but they're not actually at full capacity in terms of their individual like ability. Potentially, I, I don't know. I'm a, I hope that the rest that they utilize in the season like prevents that from happening. But mm. yeah, I think that's a valid thing to say, though. But I mean, I suppose that's what makes it such a, a great contest as well, because you've got two teams at the end of a long season. They're both worn out, most likely, um, and they're still able to put up these world-class performances. Um, mm. So I guess that adds to the comp- competition. For sure, man. Um, but yeah, any big trade calls before? Because obviously next week we'll be recapping what did happen. Do you think it'll be quiet? Do you think it'll be busy? Do you think uh, there'll th- be dominoes to fall? I think you'll see a couple teams make some big moves. Um, well, I, I think I'm not certain, but I think I can see which players might go out, but I'm not sure who they replace them with. I think there's potentially big moves going to happen at Golden State. I think really? Clay could be close to an exit. No. He could be. He's to the end of his um, contract, and I think they might want to get rid of him before they get nothing for him. Mm. So... Um, and they're not traveling well, so I think they need to do something big. So, yeah, uh, I think that watch, would be a smart move, but I don't think they'll do. Watch it this space. Time. Watch this space. All right, that's your, your big call. Any and big call? Potentially a Levine or a DeRozan. I think two yeah. players coming out of contract soon, um, or even Caruso as well. I think because his trade value, I think, is very good right now. So. Not to be confused with Carmen Caruso. His trade value is very low. Uh, yeah. Alex Caruso of the Chicago <laughs> Bulls. Um, they reckon he's he's almost got the highest trade value on that team. Mm. No, well, that's what I've read. Like He does have the highest trade value, so I do think they're going to utilise that because they're another team that are pushing. They look like they're going <clears> to <throat> make the playing tournament, so I think they need to add a few extra cards on into the uh, playoffs. Onto so. the table. Couple extra cards on the table, mate. You know what it's like. But yeah, that they're my big calls. Yeah, I think Bruce Brown won't be at Raptors next week. I think he's he started. He's come off the bench. I don't think he fully fits into to their team, and I think he's too good of a player to come off the bench to not be utilized. Yeah, fair play. Um, one player that will not be traded is Embiid. Um, and he is about to have knee meniscus surgery. There's not a timeline on his return date, and I just wanted to touch on him because he's having a a terrific season, um, mm-hmm. probably better than last year, which he was the MVP last year. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of his, but I do think he deserves to get some respect for this season. He's been unbelievable, especially his scoring. Yeah, I agree. He so, um, yeah. Hopefully, it's not a long absence. He uh he'll go out of the All Star contest then hey they might have to put another player in yeah yeah I think he'll be he'll be out and someone mm-hmm. else will be brought in um which will be interesting to see maybe a Jarrett Allen I feel like he's had yeah. a solid year yeah because they'll need to bring in a center yeah <clears throat> yeah but, but uh, yeah I don't know how long meniscus surgery tends to be like a timeline surely at least a month oh yeah I mean at least yeah. Min- yeah. oh, what did he do? I I don't I don't know the context of the injury, but he I- got like fallen on. So he was his leg was on the ground, and it's sort of some sort of hyperextension. Um, did happened. he tear it though? 
I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think there's been a lot of details given. Um, but obviously knees, especially as a big man, yeah, um, never you, good. Yeah, you think it's definitely um one uh, one to three months at least. And there's been talk like he <clears throat> sort of rushed back, and they believe that he rushed back because this year is the first year I believe they've done it where to be eligible for MVP and individual awards you have to have played at least sixty five games. Yeah, sixty two games, something like that. Yeah. Um. So he was he'd already missed a few games so i think he was keen to get back in as you said leading the race for mvp and now as a result i think he he couldn't miss any more than five games and he is gonna miss that no doubt so he'll be out of the running for mvp yeah which well, is shit i mean yeah i i like you said i think he's had a better year than his mvp year last year i think Jokic deserved it last year so hmm. it'll be interesting to see um yeah, who comes into the fold now? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but it's just um, not great for for Philly. Like that's a big big hit to them and potentially yeah. playoff chances. Like again, we don't know the timeline, but no, doesn't sound great. They're four and ten without him this year, so clearly a lot better with him than without him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they slide much or if they can find some sort of groove without him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another injury, Levine. You touched on him as a trade one to watch. He's gonna have foot surgery and miss the remainder of the season. So I think that could limit the trade options because I think if teams want him, they probably want him to to push for this season. Yeah. Um, contenders. So it might rule out a trade at this stage. Yeah, but it also could be a way for Bulls just to get him off the. Yeah. Get him off the list as well. He surely yeah. his value's at its lowest point, though. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is it? I think you still go. I think a good team gets him in and goes, well, we'll have him for next year. You know? Yeah. It's risky, though. You never know if players are going to come back the same player or be riddled with injuries. Like, I feel like you want some sort of clarity on that before you pick them up. But, yeah. yeah. No, true. I think it's a wise gamble, though, with a player like him. But, yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, and final thing from the NBA this week and sort of related to injuries, Ben Simmons returned. Um, Finally. I think he missed 33 games or something. Yeah, um, but I think I was underplaying his sort of value for the Nets. After seeing him return and how well you've played since his return, he's only played two games, but you've won them both. Yeah, and I think I touched on it earlier on in one of the... Well, in one of the earlier apps, just how important he is to our team. Um, and it just shows his first game back in 18 minutes, he almost got a triple-double. 10 points, yeah. 8 rebounds, 11 assists. Very impressive. He's, yeah, it's and that's what makes it so frustrating because he's such a good player, such an important player. Mm. Um, There's a lot of players you could afford to lose um, and he's not one of them because... He's not. He, he's just got a poise to his game and he plays with such balance, like he's well aware. And all of a sudden, the shooters around him look really good. They do. Because he finds them. And he's he's someone who's not looking to, to shoot. He's a pass-first player, isn't he? So yeah, he, and he only makes those players better. Your Cam Johnsons, your Royce O'Neal, Mikel uh, Bridges. 100%. And that's a player we've been crying for this whole year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you can see he's, he makes a massive difference. So it's just good to see him back in the rotation. I just, 
he came back the first game, the next game he was out again with knee soreness and I just thought, yeah. fucking hell, here we go again. Yeah. But I think that was just a bit um, of a chance to rest him again after being out for so long and he came back in the next game and, and I was played say, well. It wasn't a prolonged absence no. after that. So he came back in and, and yeah, did his thing. Another sort of less than 20 minutes and not far off. Like I think he nearly got a double-double. Nearly double. got a double-double, so, yeah. yeah. Very um, impressive. Yeah, just hope he gets some more minutes progressively and, and stays healthy. Um, yeah. I don't. Oh, I think it's probably too late for us anyway, but it'd just be good to see a healthy Ben Simmons just plying his trade. Yeah, you never know if you could get into that eighth seed and Ben Simmons was fit. You're you're all of a sudden a, a decent sort of team, and, yeah. and I feel like the eighth seed wouldn't be doing you justice, but. It's whether you can even get to that point and whether you can keep him fit. That's it, big ifs. That's it, man. Big ifs, bro. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's it. Um, but hopefully he can stay fit and healthy and uh, we'll get into the next thing. What's the next thing? The next thing is everyone's least favourite segment, Croatian Word of the Week. <laughs> This week, it's Anthony. <laughs> That's a bit stiff to say everyone's least favourite. Well, just it's, us. It's just us not English your favourite. <laughs> um, yeah, Croatian Word of the Week. Croatian <laughs> Word of the Week. I don't know if, if you saw um, on our Instagram during the week, we put last week's word into action. Um, if you get a chance, go and have a look at it. It's very funny. Did as dressed like an astronaut talking us through <laughs> what Mudrasovolian means. And Alex, do you remember what it means? I do. I do. It was like uh, miserable. Yeah. Somewhat. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Bad mood. Gloomy sort of a mood. Gloomy. Yeah. Melancholic. Melancholic. That sort of. of... Yeah. It's that sort of thing. Um, this week we've got. We've got a special word, very special word for a very special occasion. All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the word first, like always. And this week's word is Rojendan. There's no phone memos of uh, did I this week. No, no phone memos of did this week. He's uh, he's very busy, very busy, and you might find out why based on you, this word. You could say he's a busy bee. Because he was in a beekeeping suit. He could, he could say that. But anyway, it's not the, what the word means. <laughs> what Ro- was it again? Rogery. <laughs> Rogerish. Rogendan. 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 Um, and it's it marks a special occasion, does it? I might have said that. Oh, I like the clues. Uh, I'm going for it being birthday. You fucking nailed it, mate. It's birthday. And today is P did their 77th birthday. Is it? Yeah. It's, so that's why he can't be with us today. He's out he, celebrating. He will not be miserable again today. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. So, um, yeah, Rogen done. So if anybody wants to wish did their... A happy birthday. Send send us a message on our DMs. Um, and yeah, 
Well, and if you want to say it in Croatian, it's Sretan Rojendan. So there's uh, another word. There's another word for you. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, did I? Hrvatska. Forza, Hrvatska. All right. Well, that was this this week's Croatian word of the week. That was uh, easy. Very... One I don't miss. Nah, you're unreal, mate. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Let's move on into uh, what's. What do we do? Uh, the EPL. EPL. And what a week, as usual, that it was. Um, <laughs> we had some mid- midweek games, actually, last week, which I didn't really discuss. Um, threw you off a bit, mate. It did. It threw me off. Um... I'm just looking back at the results. Nothing too hectic. Luton beat Brighton 4-0. There were lots result. of goals this week. There were. Newcastle beat Villa. Tottenham beat Brentford. Liverpool beat Chelsea 4-1. Say that again, mate. Standard. <laughs> Chelsea are shite anyway. So. And then game of the week. Wolves, Man U. Man U 4-3. Should have won 7-0. But we let Wolves have a few to make them feel better. Yeah, no, nah, good stuff. Into this weekend though, because nah, we, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't need to go this week. We don't discuss the pass. Big Ange couldn't get get three points at Everton, so yeah, wheels wheels are off again. Late late minute equaliser, wasn't it? Yeah, they did. They got a, a last like sorry late minute last minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, there were lots of goals this week. You're right, four in that game. Brighton beat Palace 4-1, so five in that game. Burnley, Fulham, 2-all, four in that game. Newcastle, Luton, 4-all. Yeah, what yeah. a game. I know. Eight in that game. Sheffield United, nil. Villa, five. Yeah, lots of goals. Um, Wolves beat Chelsea, 4-2. Wow, Chelsea just can't get it going. No, I can't buy it. They're buy good, away. and then they're bad, and then they're shit. Um, and it's great. Bournemouth Forest, they had to spoil the party and only have a one all draw. <laughs> Bore draw. Um, you got Brentford City tomorrow at 7 a.m. Uh, and then nah, Man, it's U, right. Man U nah. beat West Ham 3 0. We don't need to we don't need to discuss the next couple of games. We looked absolute box office this morning, mate. <laughs> David Moyes wishes he was back at the helm. Um we are all systems go at the minute, so uh, if you want to watch some good football, watch the next Man U game. Yeah. We are playing Villa. Um, and then the big one, the nah, big, 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 big nah, one. No, 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 no. Arsenal spoiling the Klopp Don't leaving party, the Don't retirement party, and they beat Liverpool, the filthy Scousers, 3-1 in a dominant display. Um, yeah, Liverpool barely put a glove on them. Um, so, man man yeah. down, mate. For most of the game, yeah, no, nah, that was quite late in the game, mate. If most we're being of the game. Honest. Most of um, the game. I saw Allison and Van Dyke showing exactly why they were big money signings, and they'll probably be announcing their retirement soon as well. <laughs> it's literally just throw the whole club out now that Klopp's gone. <sighs> um, and I did sort of in the context of last week. If you if you listened, um, we discussed Klopp's retirement. R.I.P. And I had a small quiz for you, mate, <laughs> based on that. Um, 
and all the feedback said I was well within my rights to uh, yeah discuss Klopp and his underperformance. But I'm going to read out to you, and when I say this small quiz, it's really short. I'm going to read out to you two sort of winning records, trophies, and see which one you think is better. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got a Champions League win, a Super Cup win, Club World Cup win, Premier League title, Carabao Cup win, and FA Cup win. That's one record. S- sounds right? pretty good, that one, mate. Yep. And then you've also got uh, a UCL, same thing, Champions League, Super Cup, Club World Cup, Premier League, FA Cup rather than Carabao, and Europa League. Which one of those is better to you, mate? Which one's better? The first one. Is incorrect, because the second (laughs) one is better. And I just wanted to note that that is Chelsea since Klopp arrived at Liverpool. So 2015, Klopp (laughs) arrived at Liverpool. Chelsea, you would say, have, have definitely underperformed in that time. They've been nothing short of a very average team in that time. But Liverpool are this mighty beast this uh, dynasty as such and they've got the exact same trophies bar Chelsea having a better record as one of theirs was the Europa League as opposed to the Carabao Cup I'm so not... just shove that in your pipe and smoke it Liverpool I'm not going to bite at that because you're comparing the comparison is just ridiculous you're comparing, How, you're, com- ridiculous? you're comparing a team that spent about 20 mil in the last 10 years to a team that spent about 5 billion. So who who should have loftier expectations? Well, Liverpool have had this great Chelsea, dynasty with Chelsea, this unreal manager. Everyone. Chelsea had higher expectations and we have won just as much as them. So That's bollocks. Get on that out of bollocks. here, mate. You're not you're not budging me with this. Well, you know, I can hear it in your voice, you're tense, you're anxious about it, and uh, I won't keep on, because I know that that battle is already won, and that ship has sailed, and Klopp, his retirement party started at Arsenal, and I think other teams are going to indulge in it a little bit as well, with three points here and there. Klopp till I die, mate. Yeah, you have it, mate, he's, <laughs> he's long gone. But January transfer window is shut, similar to the trade deadline, which we'll be discussing the NBA next week. The January trans anyway transfer window. The January. The January transfer window has closed, and it was seven hundred fifteen million quid less than last year was spent. Um, it was yeah, a real. Right. Can uh, you can you explain to the Australian listeners what quid means? Quid is just a pound, similar to a dollar, but worth more. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, there was £715 million less than last year spent in this transfer window. So clearly a significant amount less, less transfers, less happening. Uh, There wasn't really too many big ones to recap. There was uh, Brohef went to Fulham on loan from Chelsea, who have had a great few years since Klopp joined, (laughs) um, if you missed it. Uh, a guy called Wharton went to Palace from Blackburn and he was, I think, the highest, um, or him and that Rad- Radonescu were the highest and it was £22 million. He's a 19-year-old midfielder, so he's joined from Blackburn and he joins Palace. 
Uh, Giovanni Reina went on loan to Forest from Dortmund. And honestly, there wasn't too many others to recap of note. Um, but yeah, very quiet one. Why do you reckon that was? Why do I reckon it was quiet? Yeah, why do you think less money was spent in this window? People know Liverpool are going to win the league. What's the point? Yeah, well, that's definitely in question. <laughs> Maybe everyone was still crying or celebrating Klopp's exit. Um, but yeah, I'll recap the table while we're while we're there. And your mates, Liverpool, still top of the tree. Good on you, because it ain't going to last for long. Arsenal creeping right up there. Two points behind you now after beating you last night. Um, City, 46. So they're five points behind you in third place, but they've got two games in hand. They win both those games in hand, mate. I'm not a maths genius, but I know they will go above you. And Villa in fourth, 46 points. Tottenham in fifth, 44 points. And Man U coming up in sixth place on 38 points. Watch their uh, oh, we, progression we, as we, the season comes to its finale. We doing top six now, are we? Yeah, we are, mate. When United <laughs> are in it, we're doing it. But yeah, there was uh, some good games. Like you said, high-scoring weekend of football, which is always good. Give us the relegation battle, mate. It was the bottom three. The relegation Cause battle. Because I reckon I'm there, was, glad a, you asked, there was a bit of a shift in there. Well, you got Chef United dead bottom. Um they haven't had a win since their former manager came back, I don't think. Could be wrong about that, but uh, Chris Wilder's returned and it's not been the, the honeymoon you'd have been expecting <laughs> if you're a Sheffield United fan. Uh, Burnley a second bottom with 13. Uh, Vincent Company, Vincent Bad Company at this point <laughs> in time. Um, and Everton are third bottom on 19. Again, they've had a 10-point deduction and they're still in the hunt for staying up. But Luton have turned a bit of a corner. They're fourth bottom, so they're outside the relegation zone on 20 points. They've got a game in hand of those around them. Uh, So, yeah, they've had some exciting results recently. So there's a bit of hope for their fans. Ross Barkley in a bit of form. He is. Yeah, come from a good good side in Liverpool. Um, The better side in Liverpool, some might say. The blue side of Liverpool. and he's been playing some outstanding football at Luton this year. Good stuff, mate. Another ex-Chelsea boy who was part of a <laughs> dynasty, apparently. All right, let's waffle on out of here. <laughs> Anything to add, mate? Are you flat about the Arsenal result? Be yeah. honest, this is a, this is a safe space. Yeah, I'm flat. It was an important game. It's the ones we need to show up for and win, but... You know, Arsenal are a good team, and we got a shit red card. Arteta carried on a bit, didn't he? He always does, doesn't he? He is a mop. He's got a Lego haircut as well. <laughs> Genuine Lego head. Uh, unreal. All right. Yeah, I don't want to talk anymore about it. <laughs> on to bigger and better things. Bigger and better things. Oh, what did you watch? What, did you do it? I did. I finished it. Thank Christ. (laughs) It being Boy Swallows Universe, which I have been stuck on for a few weeks, which I'll come and smash through by the sounds of things. Yeah, I've Um, forgotten about it now. You're going to have to do this whole segment. 
Yeah, there's not much to forget, mate, because I thought it was pretty average, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I knew you'd hate it. Yeah, it wasn't. I actually had quite lofty expectations for it. Maybe that's why it's been average. Um, I think the themes discussed in it, like childhood trauma, for one, and, and growing up in a broken home is really important and interesting, and I, I just didn't think it did it justice. Mm. Um but yeah, it was it was weird. It was somewhere between a reality and a fiction show, and I feel like that the balance of that just threw the whole thing off. Um, I didn't love it. I'd give it a six <laughs> out of ten, um, personally. Yeah, what, uh, hence probably why it took me so long to get through. What was the like most off-putting thing about for it uh, for you? Hmm, it's a good question. Some of the acting was pretty average, I thought. Um, mm. But I think for me, it felt like a children's TV show discussing mm-hmm. adult themes. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I do. I, I, I actually really do. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I didn't, like I said, I think it's a very cool story and it's obviously based on a book like... And this guy's life and his family's life is is probably super interesting, which makes it more disappointing for me because it it wasn't that interesting to me. Yeah, no, I th- I think I agree with you. It's sort it's like it didn't really make up its mind um, whether it was going to be like what audience it was going to be for, like yeah. for a younger audience or for an older audience. Um, yeah, and I think that that got in the way of of the story for me as well. Um, there were some really like cool and interesting characters. I mm. thought I enjoyed that about it. Um, but yeah, it didn't really didn't really get there for me. Like I, it was good enough for me to keep watching just out of interest. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wasn't like, whoa, this is the greatest thing ever. No, like but I said, I, I a lot of a lot of people have thought like that it. though. Sorry to cut you off, but a lot of people have thought that. Like it's it's gotten really good reviews. Oh really? A lot yeah. of people liked it. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought it was disappointing, as you can tell from my review. Yeah. Um, and it's like I said, it's not that the themes and stuff weren't important and things I was interested in. Like this was a show I was actually really looking forward to. Yeah. So I'm pretty flat that it was not as good as I'd hoped. Yeah, I think I think what's really interesting about it is a lot of it's based on true events. So. Yeah, I did see it's about fifty-fifty. They reckon. Um, yeah the show at least uh, i think he he wrote these this novel or this book um and yeah i think he said it's somewhere between 50 50 fact and fiction yeah which i don't mind a bit of fiction i think it's the way the fiction came out in the show that i didn't like like i loved the the kid writing in the air i loved that like the visual yeah that was that. cool that was um, cool gus is it is that his gus name? yeah he was a good character i really liked i him. liked his character yeah yep um I think the fucking like main kid pissed me off a bit. Yes, yeah. I think that was, uh, and I think because it was very driven by him, mm. um, uh, and I think that's what made it have that child TV show. Element. Yeah, I yeah. I, <laughs> it's hard to slag on a kid, but like yeah, I just don't is. think his acting was good enough for what that show could have been. Mm. Unfortunately, but like, yeah, good good effort, buddy. Like, well done. <laughs> 
Um, Cheers, champ. Yeah. You've, you've done yourself like plenty of favours being on a Netflix show. But um, yeah, yeah, didn't didn't quite get that for me. But anyway. Um, Some of the villains too. I thought it was, I don't know, a bit. I like out. I like that Ivan Kroll. Oh really? Dodgy face. Yeah, Kroll. like he was an interesting like party look and face stuff. Kroll. Yeah. Some of the like fighting scenes at the end though just absolutely ridiculous. I didn't like Colonel Sanders. I don't know why he <laughs> I don't know why he was in it. <laughs> God, man. That, that threw the narrative out for me and then brought the colonel in. I know, it was, he is genuine, <laughs> spitting image. I should have put that on the story uh, as a lookalike. <laughs> he was hiding his secret herbs and spices. That's what they were trying to hunt him down for. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like, the whole narrative just at the end was like, oh, no, it's not meth. It's fucking KFC chicken tenders seasoning. It's one tablespoon of white pepper. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. he was very funny him being the main bad guy you could not take seriously no nah, you couldn't I, thought, well, yeah, I wasn't a fan of him i really liked the dad yes the he, dad was he a was a character. great he was a great character yeah I and mind he, lyle either the stepdad yeah no nah, he was a good character too i think they were really good actors yeah them too and the the mum yeah the mum was a good actor torn i thought some of the acting was great and some of it was average but who am I to judge, eh? Yeah, uh, you are you to judge, mate. You know, that's part of your existence and I respect your opinion. Cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Let's, what are we watching next week? Don't know yet? I've got a few for you, so I'll let you pick live on air. Go on. Um, Not live, but on air. Mustard Dogs Season 2. Mustard Dogs? <laughs> Master dogs. Oh, I like, thought I thought we were watching that fucking American dogs. Nightmare Part Two. <laughs> Going back <laughs> to Detective Mustard. Yeah. It was Mustard. <laughs> um, Mustard is a show Mustard about dogs. it's like rearing border collies to like who are going to work with cattle, and they give them each to different homes and see how they do. And it's that's a TV show. Yep, season two. Um, or you've got... Yeah, love, I'll, ju- I'll jump straight into season two. You don't need to have seen season one. Different crop okay. of dogs, man. <laughs> right. um, you've got Love on the Spectrum. Oh, yeah, I've already started Season that. two, I've watched that. Or Griselda, <laughs> the new Netflix, uh, like kind of Narcos. Any, any movies? That's no movies. Less, less time consuming? No. Cool. Rightio, I guess I've got a bit of work to do. Um... <laughs> I've already started watching Love on the Spectrum, so maybe I'll smash the rest maybe of that we'll out. Go I've finished that, so yeah, that'd be good. Ah, good on you, mate. Fucking hero. All right. <laughs> Song of the week. Thanks, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> oh, all right, mate. What do you got for us? What's, what's your banger of the week? Song of the week. I've tried to get Australian with you this week, mate. Um, and I, I found this song and band yesterday, so it's fresh Ooh. on the uh, downloads. Oh, we like that. We like that on the pod. They are a band called Almond Soy. Um, can we? Can order. we? Can we just like repeat the pronunciation just for those who don't know what an almond is? Almond Soy. 
Oh my I'm, I'm guessing that means Armin, yeah? Oh. <laughs> Armin. Armin a leg. <laughs> cool, Carmen collected. Carmen um, is Anthony Soy. Um, no, Almond Soy is the band, and the song is Happy Ever After. It's yeah, from right. 2017. I thought it was a recent song because I've only just discovered it. Just to clarify, actually, no jokes aside, Alex is talking about almond, the nut. That's also, you know, an alternative milk. So that's, um, yeah, in case you were actually wondering. Nobody was wondering that, mate. Everyone can hear me just fine. <laughs> oh, we can hear you, mate. We um, can definitely can hear you. They are a band out of Perth, WA, um, and they've got more recent tracks than that, clearly, because that's from 2017. Yeah. Yeah, good track. Really enjoyable, that one. Have a listen. What's it called, sorry? Happy Ever After. Happy and that's Ever what after. you'll be after you listen. Nice one, mate. <clears throat> you got to ask me this time. It felt a little bit narcissistic last week when I just brought it up. Okay, don't feel that way, mate. You know that's how I feel about you too, so we've just accepted it at this stage. What is your song of the week, mate? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, My song of the week this week, um, again, you've inspired me by a band you mentioned last week. No surprises that I've inspired you, mate. When we were talking about Killer Whales. Oh, here we go. Car Seat Headrest, which is... One of my favourite bands, and I know they're uh, a favourite band of yours too. Sorry, just going back to your pronunciation there, mate. Was that car seat? <laughs> it was car seat headrest. Car seat, that's it. It's just car got T's on the end, mate. Headrest. Car seat. Ah, good stuff, mate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so car seat headrest. Um, and the song I've chosen, they haven't released anything for a while, but this is from their debut album called Teens of Denial. And is it Teens of Denial or Teens of Style? I always get that mixed uh, up. It's your song of the week, mate. I have I'm pretty sure got- it's Teens of Denial and there's a song called Teens of Style. Um, and the song is called Fill in the Blank. And it is, I think... That's one- how I feel on this podcast. Fill in the Blank. <laughs> It's one of the shortest songs that they have. So that's that's why I've recommended this one. And it is a really good song. It's the first uh, track on that album too. Um, so yeah, give it a listen. It's, it's an absolute banger. And I hope that it um, propels you into your love for Car Seat Heteros. Truly a remarkable band. Yeah, uh, it is Teens, Teens of Denial. Thanks, mate. Thanks for the clarification. 2016 album yes 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 all right sick fill in the blank awesome let's um well before we move on into uh isaac rankins let's just give a brief shout out that we obviously haven't done much of afl um recently because not much has been going on but it starts in a what in like a month doesn't it not long, yeah. Is it the first week of March? Yeah, I think there's like 30 days, like give or take. Sheesh, yeah. So is, uh... we're, getting, we're getting close, ladies and gentlemen, and we're, we're looking forward to getting some AFL content back. So stay tuned for that. And do you know what year it is in Chinese, you know, like they do years? Year of the magpie. Year of the fucking giant, mate. We're all <laughs> over it. 
Is it actually? Big, big sound. Oh, I don't fucking know. Surely not. Uh, no, I not. swear it's always year of the fucking cow or something. Chinese calendar. Anyway, <laughs> oh, is that rankings? Reckon! It's ranking time. Yes, let's get into it. Everyone's favourite. Good one last week. I feel like we really found a nice little balance. So let's go back to bad ones this week. <laughs> um, we've got uh, this week, we've got favourite. Potato or corn chip and fl- yes. flavour. Also known as crisps. Yeah, crisps. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this was very tough because there's a hell of a lot of flavours. Um, but you did spring it on me. I feel like I'm going to listen back to this. I'm going to regret my choices. So this was what I was thinking of. But I, I think it's before we started. I think it's a good one for that because like, well, especially for me, I'm a massive crisps fan. Like that's my go-to snack, and I know you love your crisps too. And hey, I think you. There, mate. <laughs> and yeah, I think uh, that's the beauty of it. Is like, oh, I've forgotten that one, and then you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna go and eat that. Do you know what I mean? So I think it it'll work out. It would jog our memory of of nostalgic flavors. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, and just entice us to maybe eat a crisp we haven't for a while. Yeah, Do you know I like mean? that, mate. Yeah, I need encouragement to eat more crisps, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's get into our list, shall we? Yeah, How many ha- you got? I was just about to ask you that. I've got I've got seven and an honourable mention. Ooh. I've got six and two honourable mentions, so maybe one of them can come in and we'll do our seven. I reckon that's great compromise, mate. Good stuff. Light them up, mate. Give us your first. I'm I'm starting. All right. Uh, number seven is Pringles, salt and vinegar. Oh yeah. The blue ten. Yep. It's probably higher up on the flavour um, aspect. So yeah, we're not doing just flavours. We're doing like specific brands and. The flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, just, just to clarify. Yeah, that. yeah. No, good stuff. Um, so it's um, it's yeah, it's it's seven for me, not because of its uh, f- uh, taste quality, more for the convenience of the container. I'm not, I'm not a Pringles fan. Like just that fucking tube. Hmm. Always think they should have a built-in slider on the side that you can move the bottom up with. Yeah, or as just you get down. Some sort of a mechanism where you're not breaking fingers to try fit your hand in the yeah. tube. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've got small tender hands, so not too much of an issue for me, mate. And they make everything look big, trust me. Um, but favourite part of Pringles is the crumbs at the bottom and then you give it the old... Shp, oh, I thought you were saying favourite part of Pringles when you double it, you turn it to a flashlight. <laughs> Cut that out, mate. Cut that out. <laughs> Not the salt and vinegar, Jesus Christ. Agony. <laughs> More of a punishment. <laughs> oh, makes things look bigger. Anyway, go on. Brilliant. Yeah, but those the bottom bit and you just tip it upside down and you got yourself a field day there. Um, mm. But yeah, my number seven, mate. Uh, my number seven, I'll add it. I've gone... Uh, oh. Let's have a quick look at this list again. 
<laughs> for just while we wait, Alex struggles with numbers. <laughs> Seven after six, mate, before eight. Thank you. I've got uh, ranch veggie straws. Ranch veggie straws? Mm. Yeah, you know the veggie straws you can get? These were a big thing in America. I used to buy big packets of them. Um, and obviously, I don't I'm a lot cleaner now, so I don't do big packets of them. But <laughs> I don't remember them. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I kept them to myself. They're a bit of a secret snack. Yeah, right. So, yeah, hidden treasure. But yeah, ranch flavored veggie straws, very, very good. Not vegan, so I do miss them. Um, which we might add. Most of mine is not vegan, which shows a disappointment in my life. <laughs> um, especially when it comes to crisps. Yeah, my m- many of mine I can't have anymore either. But we won't go down that path. Can I? Can I just say I don't know if the veggie straw qualifies for this segment. Is that oh. is that potato or or corn? I think it's potato mixed in. I think if we've got Pringles in there, because they're like a, a molded some sort of potato. That's not a clean cut. They don't cut Pringles. Straight off potatoes. What? Like it's like a goo that they stick together. Did you know that? With Pringles. Yeah. Watch how they're made. It's pretty interesting. It's like a kind of like a mashed potato vibe to it. Yeah, that's a bit creepy. Put into molds. All right. Um, yeah, we'll Carry do, on, mate. mate. Number right. six. <laughs> Number six is an absolute throwback. Think. Put yourself in. Oh, I can't say a year because it's probably different for all of our listeners. But for me, put myself back in 1963 when I was in grade two. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I thought you were at least 15 then. <laughs> yeah, you've had a you've had a tough day with arts and crafts and 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 uh, you look say cover right checks and you finally get a break at recess and pull out your lunchbox from. From your bag that your mum's packed for you, there's a roll up in there, there's an LCM bar, there's an apple that you're not going to eat. Hey, we got five more, let's speed this up. Yeah. <laughs> and next to all those things is your little packet of Samboy barbecue chips. Samboy. Uh, do you know the Samboy? Do you I know don't. that flavour? No, that must be a it's 60s a, only thing. It's quite a niche brand, but I remember get uh, getting stuck into those as a kid, and I think this will be nostalgic for a lot of people. But yeah, Samboy barbecue chips, unreal. Good time to acknowledge friends who we have that might be called Sam as well. I feel like that takes us, you know, thinks of uh, makes us think of our good friends, Sam, if you have any. Uh yeah, I know a lot of Sams, but um actually little quick shout out, Sam, our good friend who um lives in Canada is actually back for a visit in Australia. So is make sh- yeah, make sure you give him a call, mate. Don't all nip round to his house at once, listeners. Give yeah. him a chance to settle in. At seventy seven seven road. <laughs> Sam seven <Boy> road. Beach. <laughs> Oh, right. Number six for me, I've got sweet chili and sour cream kettle crisps. Ooh. 
You know the ones in the... Uh, Is that the red f- packet? Yeah, that red. Again, not vegan, unfortunately. So mm. maybe I'll remember these more fondly because I haven't had them for so long. But mm. an elite snack for an elite occasion. And we should probably take a packet round of old Sandboys. <laughs> nice one. Um, all right, my number five. Oh, just on that going back to Sam's house and visiting... Do not mm-hmm. take any cats. No, that's... He's allergic to cats. He is, he is, he is. Oh, well, that rules out number five. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Red Rock Deli cat flavoured chips. <laughs> Catnip. Uh, nah, my number five is uh, Red Rock Deli, the honey soy chicken. Oh, mate, mate, genuinely... It's on my list there yeah. as well as the next one. So it, that's it, a double whammy. It could have been could have been high. Oh, is that your number five as that well? That was my number five. Oh, look yes. at that. I actually, yeah, I'm spewing that it's not higher, to be honest. Like, it deserves to be higher. But, yeah, I've got some elite chips in elite. here that just knocked them off. So yeah. I feel like that's a very popular flavor as well. Like lots Delicious. Of Chicken flavor is actually really good. Um, yeah. Disappointing yeah. that most time it does have chicken products in it. Yeah, not good for the old vegans, but I yeah I think about that flavor often. Um, and keeping on the trend of cooked meat in a crisp form, I've got my number four. So I'll jump ahead of you now because okay. I've just shared number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anarchy, number, mate, love it. Number four, I have got Monster Munch roast beef flavor. Fucking never heard of it, to be honest. Monster Munch, they don't have, unfortunately, down in Australia, but it is delicious. The standard flavour is pickled onion, but the nicer elite flavour is roast beef. Wicked. So this one goes out to all zero of our fucking United Kingdom listeners. Yeah, well, um, enlighten yourself. If you do get over to the UK, get a pack of these bad boys up here. Nice. Not Sam boys, bad boys. (laughs) My next one's actually an international little number. Um, Here it is. In America is where I was first introduced to it, but I believe you, we do have access to it now in, in Australia. I've seen them at little uh, grocery stores and stuff. Um, and that is Doritos Cool Ranch. Ooh. And that is, yeah, that takes me back to our time living in America. But yeah, you prick my ears there, mate, because I don't want to give it away. But that's, <laughs> it's higher on my list. It's it's elite, isn't it? That changed my life. I well, ranch in general changed my life. Like it's not something that is known in Australia at all. Ranch sauce, yeah, um, yeah. And that's a staple of American cuisine, so... Yeah, good dipping sauce, that, isn't Good it? dipping sauce and a fucking elite chip flavour, so... Yes. Well done, America. Thank you for bringing that into my life, and that's my number four. Good in the form of a veggie straw, as aforementioned. Apparently. Um, my number three. I have got a bacon rasher. They're called Frazzles. And they're bacon-flavoured crisps. Nah. And they don't do a whole lot of that in uh, in Australia either. But the smokiness, the crispiness, delicious, number nah. three. Yeah, I mean, like, fair enough. I respect your opinion, but not for me, hey. Like, I can't. There is no appeal for bacon-flavoured things for me. Mm. 
Interesting, yeah. I thought mm. that might might be up your alley, but clearly nah, you're never, a bland bastard. Never been a fan of like anything bacon flavoured. Yeah. You anyway. Just, you just keep getting your hands stuck in that Pringles too, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's my hand. <laughs> uh, um, uh, what have I got? Your hand wouldn't fit. Just let me know, mate. Number three. Oh, this one's a good one. Um, don't know what this is made out of. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, I think the name gives it away. Um, it's a grain wave. So, yeah, that's actually <laughs> tells you the exact story of what it's made out of. Um, and it's the sweet chili flavor, the red packet. Ooh. They red are packet. Yep. unbelievable. Yes. Very nice. I don't mind those. Look, it wouldn't make my list, clearly. I used to devour packets of those. They are a special crisp. Thoughts on the shape? Interesting. Interesting is a good word. Yeah. Um, looks like a looks like a wave, <laughs> you might say. Yeah. It looks like if you turned <laughs> Made out of a grain. <laughs> you'd end up with a sweet chili. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> oh, brilliant. No, they're good. They're good. Not top seven, but they're good. To be fair, Grain Wave looks like a fucking graph of our betting history. <laughs> yeah. Up and down and up and down. <laughs> Sour cream and onion. Also probably the better flavor there, I reckon. In- incorrect, but it's all right. Interesting. Um, well, my number two... I'm going over to to Britain again, to England, and we've got Hula Hoops Bacon. uh, Not Bacon. (laughs) That was a bit... I've got them all wrong on it. I've got got the Barbecue Hula Hoops. Yeah, right. Never tried them, but I am all for barbecue. Yeah, Barbecue Hula Hoops. Crunchy little beasts they are, and they are little nuggets of deliciousness. Um, yeah right yeah you can't spin them on your waist but tell you what they'll go straight to your hips mate if you eat too many of these bad boys <laughs> yeah right I uh yeah maybe have to get you to give me some someday I'm sure you've still got a way to access those I've got my sources because... mate me ranches <laughs> <laughs> you've got farms <laughs> <laughs> um alright yeah, that was your number two yeah Yes, that right. was my number two. My number two. Possibly the best like flavour in general. Just like very versatile and most like um most brands do this well. But this yep. brand in particular does it the best. It's a bit and cool. That is kettle salt and vinegar. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like just a really good crispy chip and I mm. love that. And yep. just very like balanced salt and vinegar flavor. Just yeah, it's my go-to usually, mm. and it's a good good one for like a little party. You know, everyone's pretty neutral about salt and vinegar. They they're <sighs> usually a bit of a favorite. I feel like they're actually quite a divisive crisp. So I have to dis- disagree with you there, mate. Really? Nah, I've always. I thought... love them. I love them personally. But you <laughs> put your hand. You go to a buffet, right? You're at a buffet. Kids party, say. Go to the table. You wander up. 
handful of crisps. What are you expecting? Tell me what you're expecting from that handful of crisps. Uh, I can tell you what you're expecting. Some ready, sort of disease. Ready. <laughs> aside from that, aside from tetanus, um, <laughs> you are expecting a lot of grubby fingers have been in that bowl, but you're expecting salted. You're expecting original, plain, ready salted, whatever I, uh, you want to call it. I think so, mate. Okay. I think so. Interesting scenario you've pulled out there. Yes. Sounds like some deep-seated experience has gone on there. Well, it's, it, it is, it's a potluck a of sorts. A, bit of a scarring <laughs> moment for you, was it, at the kids' birthday buffet when you were young? You don't want to be hit with an invasive flavour is what I'm telling you. You don't want to dip in and you pull out a salt vinegar because you're not ready for it. That takes, like, saliva production oh, in the... In fuck the, it out. In the waiting, uh, in the expectation of it, so I could say that that could seriously harm a person's confidence for the rest of their life. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we had a party when you were six, mate. You ate salt vinegar chip, not expecting to shit your pants. <laughs> it might be someone that they hold on to for the rest of their lives and talk about on a podcast. If you're not careful. So that is a message to all the mums and dads out there. Don't be filling up buffet bowls with anything but ready salted. Oh, unreal. But I love salt vinegar. So, yeah, uh, that wasn't me. Good on you, mate. Um, All right, your number one. My honourable mention. I've got two honourable mentions. Um. First of all is cheese and onion flavoured crisps. Not a super popular uh, flavour in Australia, but a delicious flavour over in England. Um, Should have more of that accessible here. The other honourable mention is a crisp sandwich between between two slices of bread. It's carbs on carbs. It's delicious. It's a guilty pleasure. And it is, yeah, you should try it if you haven't. Oh, I every sandwich I make's got crisps in it. That yeah. extra, the extra crunch is needed. It's a necessity. Um, yeah. Not to mention tortilla chips and burritos. Oh, yeah, don't. <sighs> We're gonna get exotic. But my mate, number one. Thinking about sorry, that. Mate. Sorry, that made me think about that Pringles can when you thought about <laughs> <laughs> crisps in a burrito. Um, my number one, and it is one that Carmen has already mentioned, sadly, and it is Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, I think about them, we'll say weekly, because that sounds acceptable. Um, I can't have them, they're not vegan, so um, love them. Delicious, absolutely. There's not a flavour like it, Cool Ranch. Nah, um, It does isn't. things to the old belly, uh, and that makes it grow. Um, but over to you, Carl, and hit us with your honourable mentions in number one. A couple of honourable mentions. I'll mention them quickly. Um, have you ever had a twisty, mate? I don't know if they're in... Mm. Are they in England? Yeah, I do. Don't mind a twisty. Those That's... little cheesy numbers? Oh, I prefer the chicken. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. You cut me off there, mate. I was going <laughs> to say, my, my honourable mention is chicken twisties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were sick, hey. Well, that, well, I feel like exist, you, but... you could do a separate rankings of burger rings, cheese, or Oh, mate, 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 just stop. You've ruined my whole thing. 
Oh, I wanted to bring up burger burger rings. That was that was another one of a yeah. I mean, we could have done. You're right. We could have done a whole another rankings with like those sort of alternative crisps. We'll call them. Yeah. But burger rings, mate. Fucking yeah. I've still got like remnants of them on my fingers. I used to like cover my fingers, and then I could only eat them after they were my all my fingers were. Uh, utilized by one, but yeah, I yeah, burger rings, unbelievable. And um, another one I've got, they're a recent thing, I think they've only been released the last five years, I think. Um, and they're they're a favorite and they're vegan Ooh. and they're fucking delicious. And they're those pea crisps, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, veggie straws was controversial, but the pea crisps, well, that's why I put it in the honorable mentions, mate. I just wanted oh, to bring okay. them up, but they're not in the actual ranking. So, yeah, oh, I actually think I've done the correct thing here. All right, but that brings me to my number one. And, mate, 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 <sighs> I was again, like you, like you brought up, it's it is hard to have a number one when it's a chip you can no longer eat, mm. and I think about it very often. And it's another Doritos number. We seem to like our corn chips, that's for sure. And it's another number that I was introduced to in America. They weren't here, but I think you can get them here now. And that is the spicy sweet chili flavor. The old Ooh. purple pink packet Doritos. Oh, man. Yeah, very nice. Mate. And I'm not usually a fan of spice. And I, it's not really spicy. It's what I like about it. But there is a little bit of a kick. But it's that, a tang to it. Yeah, it? that tangy, like, oh, sweet and tangy sort of flavor. It's just, it is heaven in your mouth. And, Good name, um, sweet chili. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. And uh, I don't know. I, I hope we can meet again one day. I don't know if they'll make it vegan or something, but... Um, yeah. Weird, you you would think that's not unvegan. Do you know what I mean? That's not a flavour. Milk solids, mate. It's yeah. Mm, yeah. It's Those unfair. Pesky milk solids find their way into everything, don't they? Uh, that's it. Um, but yeah, that's that's our list. That was that Some was actually list. a really enjoyable one to talk about. It was, but it's gonna haunt me. I think I'm gonna come back and you know, aside from that buffet story. <laughs> but just generally uh, it's alright you know, mate just get some an good ones. empty can of Pringles and that will cheer you up tonight <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note I'm that all Pringled note, out <laughs> that is uh, episode 15 done done and dusted yeah in the books um, thanks all for listening um Again, we we did enjoy the uh, the listeners one, doesn't it? Didn't we? The celebrations. So, feel we free did. to send them in to us. Send them in to us if you haven't yet, as well on the Spotify. Rate us, uh, give us a five stars, please. They all it, it really helps with um, getting us out there and building our audience. So yeah, if you could do that for us, that would be great. If you haven't already, but yeah, keep writing into us. That's it. Keep interacting and, uh, yeah, we will um, see you in episode 16. Every star counts is my motto with the reviews, mate. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good motto, mate. Apart from the one stars, they're bullshit. Don't leave us one of them. 
Uh, if you were a star, you wouldn't be any good with your motto, mate, because you can't count. All right, let's uh, get out of here. We'll see you next week. See you next Monday. Bye.